Hi everyone, this is Adiola Akintoye once again on Practical Christianity. It's a pleasure to be here with everyone um, and I give God all the glory. It's been a while, yeah, the past six months has been amazing. It's been um, filled with so many things, you know, we've had celebrations, we've had death in the family, we've had planning for weddings so it's just been so full nevertheless i give god all the praise that today i'm alive it's kept me alive and so once again on practical christianity i'm going to be sharing with you some insights on my own spiritual journey and the what i want to talk to you about today is titled one body many parts one body many parts and we can take you know the analogy you know from our own body you know we our body is only one body for adiola akintoye but adiola akintoye's body has got many parts and today um i'm going to be using um this uh, passage from first corinthians chapter 12 from verse 12. it talks about you know, Paul was talking about the human body having many parts, but and that each part, you know, makes up the whole body. So you you know, if you see somebody with one hand missing or you know with some you know physical challenge, we know that you know there's there, there's there's something missing, right? And so Paul was saying that it is the same thing with the with the body of Christ. We is one body but many parts and the reason why this you know topic was on my mind was that i don't know about you if you're a christian i'm just fed up with denominationalism you know recently in my family um we had someone that got baptized you know as jehovah witness and i'm a pentecost um you know i I'm a member of the body of Christ, let me put it like that, but I fellowship in the post uh, Pentecostal um, um, denomination. And, you know, many times when I listen to people, you know, talk about Jehovah Witnesses or even Jehovah Witnesses, what, you know, talking about, you know, the other churches. And sometimes I'm just, you know, I'm just tired. Frankly, I'm just tired. And, and this passage, I was reflecting on it. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, the denomination that we belong to, we're worshiping. It's one body of Christ. We know that, you know, when, you know, we studied the, um, the Acts of Apostle, the, uh, as the early Christians, you know, generated from the 12 disciples, you know, the 120 that was, you know, in the upper room, and as people started adding to to them and uh, eventually persecution scattered the, the christians and they started you know preaching the gospel believers were popping up everywhere and you know i would say that was the beginning of you know the, the um, denomination in court in court at that time nevertheless the message was clear is the gospel of jesus christ so and i you know when i hear how one denomination just, you know, talks about another. And, you know, it really pains my heart because Jesus Christ told his disciples that we must love. You know, we must love each other. We must love each other because it's only when there's love 
that people will actually know that we belong to him. And so when we Christians, you know, we pull down other uh, denomination and, you know, become an issue. Now I can, you know, I've been reflecting. Like I said, you know, I know there are many denominations and there's also different interpretation of the scriptures. And I think this is one of the roots of, you know, the, the differences that we've got in, in the body of Christ, you know, where, you know, uh, if we study the beginning of the church, you know, whether it's Catholic, you know, the, um, the Protestants and the offshoot of the Protestant, the Methodist, the Baptist, the Anglican, you know, the, uh, then the Pentecostal, the Evangelical, etc., etc. It starts with either one person or a group of people that had the body in their hearts, you know, for the scriptures. And they bring together, you know, a group that's, or they start preaching the gospel and then God starts adding to them. And from there, you know, denominations grow. So it's their own interpretation of the, of the um, scriptures that then gets passed down. You know, and then it leads to, you know, um, this difference of opinion. But we forget that Jesus Christ has given us the Holy Spirit. And also Jesus Christ has given us different gifts. You know, just as in the body, each part of the body has its own function. My eyes are is different from the function of my hand, is different from my mouth, is different from my nose. You know, I believe that even denominations are the same. You know, we each denomination, there's a unique gift in each denomination as well. And together, it it's brings holistic, you know, um, gift for the body. I, you know, worship in a denomination where they ordained into the pastor office. You know, and many times, you know, for me, it's one, one, one fifth of all the offices that is available that, is, that Jesus Christ has given us. There's the office of the apostles, of the uh, uh, prophet, of the teacher, pastor, evan uh, evangelist, uh, um, um, etc. And so just ordaining into one is not a complete picture of the gift, the offices that is available. And there are some denomination that their own is evangelism. You know, you know, Billy Graham, Rayhan Bonke, etc. You know, they are evangelists. And you know that everything they do is into the office of the evangelist. And there are people that have been, you know, put, uh, have been gifted as prophets. You know, so whatever they do, it's, it's in line with their gifting. And if they start having, you know, uh, followers, that will be the line of that denomination. That does not mean that if a denomination, you know, you, 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 um, uh, ordained into pastor, you should then, you know, look down on denomination that just do evangelism and they ordain the trained evangelists or the school of prophets into the prophets or uh, prophet, uh, prophet office, you know, and so we, we need to see, first of all, that we are, we all have gifts. You know, we all have gifts. There are some denomination that what they do is just to study the scriptures. You know, the focus on the scriptures, you know, is, is fantastic. That is their own gift. And then the second thing I was thinking is that there's richness in diversity. You know, we, you know, knowing that Christ is the head, is one body, there's richness in diversity. Yes, our differences can bring conflicts. 
you know, it, it brings conflict, especially when it's about, I want you to believe what I believe. I want you to, you know, I want to, I want you to see how I am better than you, you know, rather than actually appreciating each other's, each other's uniqueness. So conflicts arise when there's this, when it is very self-focused. I'm right. You are not right. My denomination is right. My denomination is, you know, is, 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 is better. And I used to have a very serious problem with a denomination when they would say, you know, it's only those that belong to us that will make it to eternity. And I'm like, excuse me, you, you will see me there. I'm not part of your denomination, but you will see me in eternity. You know, it's really arrogant as far as I'm concerned for any denomination that says Jesus Christ is Lord and Jesus Christ is the only the, the way, the truth, and the life. You know that Jesus Christ is a savior. Is is arrogance of any denomination to say it's only my or our denomination that is going to make it to eternity? No one has the right to say that. Is arrogance is spiritual pride, and we have to be careful. You know, it's not any particular denomination. So when we are focused on the kingdom, not self-focused, not trying to be the best, not trying to be, you know, the, the most important, but when we are focused on the kingdom of God. And, you know, one thing that I've been reflecting when, you know, sometimes I'm in situation or circumstances where... There are differences of opinion. I'm like, I don't really have time for denomination uh, arguments on doctrines. The Holy Scripture is our manual. The Holy Scripture. Let's let's look at what the Scripture says. Let's look at how Jesus Christ said it and did it, and let's use that as our standard. It's not, you know, it's not interpretation. And there are a few things. That you know leads to, as frankly, you know we spend too much time you know debating about it. We talk about, you know, uh, Jesus Christ is God or is not God. Um, Jesus Christ is the Son of the Jehovah the Father. You know, so whether you know anybody that wants to start arguing about is God or is not God. I mean, I'm the I'm the daughter of my father. I'm Akintoye. My father was Akintoye. I buy Akintoye. I even resemble him. You know, I'm a, I'm the child, I'm the daughter of my father, you know, and um, so that makes me an Akintoye. So if Jesus Christ is the son of his father, you know, if God the father is a God, why would the child not be, the son not be a God? Why are we arguing with that? One thing that is clear is Jesus Christ is the only begotten son of God. No argument. So the Bible is very clear. The other one that causes all this debate is Trinity. You know, uh, some people will pray, you know, in this way or that way. Some people even go as far as to, you know, argue that, you know, we are meant to be eating vegetables and not meats. <laughs> or, we, you know, we, you know, we shouldn't be taking blood, you know, or, you know, uh, and a lot of things. The important thing that Jesus Christ taught, as far as I'm concerned, is that he taught us the greatest commandment and he said it in matthew um chapter 22 34 to 40. the best way in the body of christ 
for us to just not be pulled into denominationalism. You know, uh, this denomination, they do this they, this way, that way, is one the holy scriptures. What, the holy, what does the Bible say? What did Jesus Christ say? What did Jesus Christ do? The other thing as well is, you know, Jesus Christ teaching. So for me, it's, you know, I don't care, you know, Pentecostal, Baptist, Catholic, whatever, Jehovah Witness, whatever, whatever, whatever. The important thing is Matthew chapter 22, 34 to 40, where Jesus Christ, somebody was asking Jesus, what is the most important commandment? You know, and Jesus Christ replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and all your mind. And the, this is the first and the greatest commandment. And he said, and the second equally important, love your neighbor as yourself. Now people might ask, who is my neighbor? I will encourage us to go and read the story of the Good Samaritan, where Jesus Christ gave good explanation that this is your, you know, who is the neighbor to this man in need. So Jesus Christ has given us the commandment, the greatest commandment, loving God, loving our neighbor as ourselves. Now, you know, to now start getting into the nitty-gritty of you know, uh, uh, denominationalism, doctrinal issues, which is one person's interpretation or a group of people's interpretation is dividing the kingdom. And for me, I remember it's one body. I can, I will relate with anybody, you know, any denomination that says Jesus Christ is the Lord. And it's only through Jesus Christ we have access to the Father. And any denomination that is not going explicitly against what God the Father has, has said, he hates. Because that's the other thing. You know, when, you know, the Bible is the same yesterday, today, forever, Christ says, and every part of the scriptures will be fulfilled. There is no point, you know, arguing or debating over things that Jehovah God himself has said he hates. You know, he's not going to lie. He's not going to change his mind. You know what he said the eight centuries ago, he still hates it today. He will still hate it tomorrow. So if there is, there's differences of, of opinion, some people feel that, okay, you know, yeah, but Jesus Christ now he says love. Love your neighbor. Look, there's a difference between, you know, hating the act and loving the person in line with agape love because we've been commanded we must love our neighbors you know so you know we must show mercy you know to people and so it does for me that means that you know i need to see people through the eyes of the father and the father loved me even while i was a sinner even when i was doing all the rubbish things i shouldn't be doing all the rubbish things i was doing you know god still loved me so he loved me even while I was a sinner. So it doesn't matter whatever anybody does or is doing, we have to look, you know, see them as the father sees them, you know, somebody that he loves. That does not mean that we accept the behaviors that Jehovah God says he hates. That is very clear in the Holy Scriptures. And I know this is also an area where there's differences of opinion in, 
you know, in the Christendom. Nevertheless, the Holy Scriptures is our manual. Is our manual. So, you know, if any denomination is not following, you know, the Holy Scriptures, you know, one has to be wary of it. One has to be wary of the of it. But even Paul, in the book of Acts, he was warning the believers when he was talking to the elders, you know, in Ephesus um, during the latter part of his years, he was telling them that there, will, you know, wolves will come into your midst. You know, people will come into your midst to draw people away onto them. And in the Christendom, any denomination as well, you know, that what they do is just to draw people to individuals. Again, we have, for me, I am wary of those denominations, you know, that even though if you are lifting up Jesus, you shouldn't be lifting yourself, you know, and be, you know, in, in the front of Jesus. So when, you know, whatever we do, we should be pointing people to Jesus Christ. But Paul warned that people will come, you know, from even from among you, that they will rise up and be drawing people to themselves, you know, rather than drawing people to Jesus. So when we, before arguing about the different parts of the body, we, we want, I look at, you know, the denomination, I look at the group, I look at the individuals that is heading it and say, and think you know is this person actually pointing people to jesus or they are just doing their own acrobatic and pointing people to them and you know and that helps me to understand because the bible is very clear jesus is very clear about what we are you know what we should be behaving but we need you know the i encourage us you know in the body of christ that we must show love to everybody you know, we need to stop this denomination, you know, where you will even find, you know, uh, people will only help those of their own denomination, you know, rather than, you know, anywhere, you know, when we just read the story of Paul, when he was traveling, you know, he, when he landed in those islands, he looked for believers. He didn't look for, you know, a, a, a Baptist or a winners or he looked for where are there believers. I know the world has moved. The world has moved. So initially, we'll just look for people of our own denomina uh, denomination. Nevertheless, where, you know, somebody gets introduced as Christians, you know, we should welcome them. It doesn't matter which denom denomination. There should be this immediate, unique relationship between us and the uh, uh, believers, irrespective. And we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't uh, discriminate against each other. We shouldn't, you know, pull down each other. You know, even where there are glaring wrong doctrines, we should be praying for each other. And so my, my um, reflection today is just to encourage someone, if you're already a Christian and you are one of these people that pull down the other body of Christ, you know, for whatever reason you feel that your own denomination is the is the best, is the right, be very careful. Be very careful because the church is the body of Christ. Jesus Christ did not rubber stamp any denomination and say, yes, this is mine. 
this is the right one so we need to be careful we we I, we have to take that heart of conflict away you know um from the king's christendom and um, it's a grace i'm praying that you know whenever i meet it doesn't matter which part of the body that person you know fellowshipping i will i will chat about christ jesus that's the denominator to just talk about jesus christ if that denomination does not believe in christ jesus then it's not the body because there's no way you can be a member of the body when jesus christ is the head and you don't believe in jesus christ so of course i'm not talking about those denominations but i'm talking about the ones that acknowledges jesus christ as lord and savior there might be you know differences in in doctrines you know for me i will welcome them so for me i will i will, I will relate with them I'm very careful as a Christian not to pull down the body of Christ. In fact, I've been warned, you know, by the Holy Spirit, you know, when there was a time when there was a lot of issues against, you know, um, spiritual leaders and on the on social media, there were people sharing, you know, things, you know, um, practically, joyfully about you know when there's a downfall of you know a spiritual leader and i was i was warned by the holy spirit to just be mindful that i do not join in and you know the i was reminded um today as well on the scripture where paul was facing you know the um spiritual leaders and um was it um ananias instructed some people to slap him and paul you know said you know you know was very angry and said how dare you you know who are you and then he was rebuked that how can you talk to your high priest and it's quite interesting that paul apologized and he said because the scripture says that we must not you know we must not you know curse you know those god has put in authority so for me you know i was really wondered it's not up to me to start judging spiritual leaders so that is for god it's for god to you know they 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 are working for god so his god is a judge so um so it's really important that as christians we don't we should avoid joining and pulling down the other body of christ we should avoid doing that if you are not part of that denomination if the doctrine of that denomination you feel is wrong you know pray for that denomination let us pray that god will open their eyes of understanding you know the people that said you know you can't take blood what did they do they find an alternative right you know the people that would not allow you know, you to read any other bible except their own they've now aligned you know different bibles so people denominations can change we need prayer let us be careful that we don't use our mouth as as the body of christ to curse the body of christ because you know it's a dangerous thing you know so we, we, that is one for me the lesson then the other thing is that you know irrespective of you know how i can interpret a particular scripture or passage might be different from how you will interpret it because we've been given different gifts you know the way i will i you know um talk about a passage will be different from you because of our different gifts that does not mean that i'm better you are better we are seeing things from different perspective and i have learned to appreciate 
people. In fact, it's even more so now in my current job. It's a Christian charity and, you know, we have de uh, devotions and, and prayer. And it's really inspiring hearing when people do the devotion, the different perspective. You know, one, some, you, one would take, for example, the story of the good um, the Samaritan woman or a particular story and you will see their perspective and it's it's fantastic because you you know for me I'm learning things because I can only see my own perspective not the other so if we you know diversity of views of scripture is something that we should embrace because there's richness in it I was sharing the other day about diversity and inclusion and one of the things the Holy Spirit taught me was that, you know, diversity started in creation. Look at how God created, you know, different kinds of plants, different kinds of fruits, different kinds of animals, different kinds of birds. Even humans, you know, he made man, he made woman. Diversity started with creation. You know, if God just wanted us to just have one view, we will all be robots, you know all the same way going in the same way like an ant you know but god jehovah created diversity in the beginning but you know what inclusion came with jesus christ the death and resurrection of jesus christ brought inclusion it didn't bring you know uh, diversity it brought inclusion because now it's not just about the jews it's also about the gentiles it's not just about male it's also women it's not about old it's not about race it's not about color it brought inclusion so even as we have diversity of denomination you know the death and resurrection of jesus christ our gospel our singular uh, um, preaching you know, Jesus Christ as Lord should bring us together. Should there should not be any any arguments about that? That Jesus Christ is Lord, and if you only believe in Him and accept Him as Lord and Savior, you will be saved. So, irrespective of the the part of the body that the denomination is, it's about that singular message. And the third thing as i round up today is about love love jesus christ taught us the greatest commandment loving god loving our neighbor even where we have differences of opinion you know we should still love because jesus first loved us we should still love and so where you know in the christendom it doesn't matter which denomination you are. We shouldn't lead to conflict where, you know, there's fighting and hatred. And even within denomination, even within, you know, um, fellowship, even when there's differences of opinion, that love, agape love, because if that is not there, you can be the most religious, you know, you are just fooling yourself if there's no love. And so I'm encouraging you, if you're listening to me, you know, today, you know, to, to reflect on your own journey. You know, are you tearing apart the body of Christ? Stop it. Are you using the Holy Scriptures as your standard and following that commandment, the greatest commandment that Jesus Christ has taught us? Love God and love our neighbor. And maybe you've not even given your life. Maybe you are, 
a Christian one leg in, one leg out. You've been disappointed, you know, by what you're seeing in the Christendom. You've been hurt, even in the in the Christendom, and you know, you still believe Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, but you know, but you've just been disappointed by you know what you're seeing and what you're experiencing. You know what? It's about you and Christ Jesus. You know, forget you know the humanness of all the things that happened to you. Just focus on Jesus Christ. He is your Lord and Savior. He's not your pastor. He's not your Lord and Savior. You know, the, the uh, uh, Christian brother or sister is your, not your Lord, Lord and Savior. Is Jesus Christ. So forget what people have done and just focus on Christ Jesus and enter into a new relationship with Him. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's about you. And maybe you don't even have a relationship with our thing. What's this woman talking about? I'm just talking about the fact that, you know, we have a Savior, Jesus Christ, who came to reconcile us back to our Creator, who came to give us promises of a future where there will not be sickness, where there will not be disease, where there will not be evil, where there will not be hatred, and he has asked us that the only way to enter into that hole is having a relationship with him, accepting him as the Lord and Savior and having, you know, a life of holiness. So I'm just encouraging you, whatever, you know, is going on in your life, you know, that there is a Savior who is knocking on the door, somebody that can give you you know, life, life that is more than money can buy. And if you would like to, you know, have this relationship with him, you just need to, you know, acknowledge him as Lord and Savior. Ask, turn away from your sin, turn away from all the bad things you are doing and turn to God and ask him to, you know, come into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. And I'm going to also encourage you, look for a Bible teaching, Bible believing church of fellowship near you, where they study the Bible and apply the Bible, you know, into everyday life. It's not, it's not one where it's all about the pastor or the geo, but it's about Christ Jesus. And you will know that because they will be studying the Bible and praying. And I pray the Lord, you know, will help you in your journey. So thank you so much for joining me today. My, the topic for today was, you know, one body, many parts. And I've been looking at, you know, each, uh, how we can navigate these denominational differences and opinion and stop tearing apart the body of Christ because it's one body, it's many parts. Each of us as individuals, we have our own gift. Each of the um, denominations and churches, they have their own unique gift as well. And let's work together as the body of Christ. Going with the Holy Scriptures and obeying the commandments to love God and to love our neighbor. So until next week, this is Adiola from Ecoblanc in Switzerland. Have a wonderful week ahead. Take care. Mm -hmm.